Howdy. This is How to Japan. And tonight we are talking about ears. Do you I guys agree. have ears? People listening to us? Do you think they have ears? I hope they, they do. They must have ears. Unless they're, they're I wonder getting if it's been translated in Braille. Oh, it could be. It could be vibrating through their heads famous. into their noses. Yeah, yeah. People know us. They do? Yeah, people are just... Uh, re- uh, we've got transcripts in Braille. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to share our stories about how fucked up having ears is if you live in Japan. Hmm. Actually, no. Uh, that's not the angle I want to take. Anyway, let's just get started with ears. <laughs> how, um, <laughs> yes, yes. How... Uh, <laughs> How are your ears? How are my ears? Um, they are fine. And you? No, hang on. I remember when we first met, and uh, or maybe it was a few other occasions when we met. You, you said you you suffered from sudden deafness. Yes. How about you share that with the listeners? Because I had no idea what the fuck that was. Okay. Sudden deafness is a temporary state where one, usually one ear, loses hearing due to some sort of stressor that is uh, unknown to most people. And what happens when it, it, you come under this stress, something called hydrops, which is uh, this chemical, this liquid chemical, is uh, released into your inner ear. And because there's this little chemical in your ear, it blocks your ear canal and thus sound cannot get to your eardrum. And as a result of hearing loss, not just hearing loss, but because your hearing is very much part of your balance, how you balance your body, uh, you also can experience lots of dizziness. Mm. So that is that is one aspect uh, of this uh, problem that I've had for many, many years. Uh, sudden deafness but sudden deafness is sudden when it becomes chronic then they can no longer diagnose diagnose you as having sudden deafness it's then called well then it's called Meniere's disease I see and Meniere's disease is Meniere was this French guy who first diagnosed himself back in the 19th century I think that's when he did it And uh, this is uh, sudden deafness and Meniere's disease is uh, a disease or a a chronic condition that is quite common in Japan. If you ask any Mm. Japanese person, they will know someone who had sudden deafness or Meniere's, whereas it's not as common. It's not not it's it's practically unknown in other in america like none of my friends and family knew what that was and you didn't know what it was either but Mm. i've been hospitalized because of this stupid shit twice over the past five or seven or eight ten years or so that sucks yeah how is it now uh well through a change in diet and regular exercise I've been able to reduce the amount of dizzy spells f- to about one or two per year. And just recently, my left ear, which has been in, in a yearly hearing test, has been shown to be deaf, has actually regained its hearing because the, not only has the dizziness disappeared, but also the tinnitus 
that I've had for so many years has also been greatly reduced, and I can actually hear out of my left ear. That's awesome. It's not per- that it's not perfect, but I, I've been able to really reverse things. Mm. Wow. So yeah, I mean, I I was you know saying how how are my ears and you, uh, because my ears are doing pretty good today. Mm. Yeah. Good. What about you? What, what yeah. what's going on uh, with your ears? I've my ears have been fucked for as long as I could remember. Uh, oh, nothing sucks. like sudden deafness, but well, actually, mm. yeah, I guess you could call it sudden deafness, but it's mm. basically just due to my ears being unable to properly uh, handle airwax. Um, uh-huh. I've always had airwax cleaned out of my ears ever ever since I was a child. I would have to go into a clinic, tilt my head to one side, and let the doctor mm. pour some concoction of chemicals down my air canal. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to keep my head tilted and let this, these chemicals sit there, like just sit in my fucking air canal and mm-hmm. uh, let them do their work while uh, I went through excruciating pain. Oh, really? It was painful. It's fucking painful. Wow. Um, I don't think you, I don't even think they use these, these types of liquids anymore. Um, but okay. uh, if they do, then I'm feel sorry for you for you guys. I I don't know. I don't know what the proper solution is, but if there are people in the ENT industry, maybe you can uh, provide some valuable comments, which we'll share on our blog. But uh, but right mm. now, I haven't really heard of any kind of um, proper treatment for it because I, I've been going through this my whole you know my whole life. And I even went yeah. through uh, uh, in junior high school, I guess. Pri- yeah, primary school, I had to go in for the only operation I've ever had in my life, and that was mm. to install grommets in my ears. Have you ever heard of grommets? Okay. No, what are those? Grommets are these tube-like devices that they surgically implant into your eardrums, into your ear canals, okay. and they remain there for 6 to 12 months to mm. keep your eardrum open, to keep it, to keep okay. it open. And and they fall out on their own, mm-hmm. except mine. For some reason, they stayed mm-hmm. a lot longer than they they should have. And I was in swimming class, and I had to go. And I I enjoyed going to the beach, and I had to wear these fucking earplugs. And I thought one time, I thought, you know what? It can't be bad. I'm wearing with these earplugs, so I'm going to go dive under the water. And I've never felt such excruciating pain in my life. You re- you may remember I told you I had um we haven't released this episode but maybe maybe at some stage we will but I had tuberculosis mm-hmm. and having right. a needle uh, getting a um spinal tap where you get a needle mm-hmm. shoved into your spinal column I don't think that compared to the fucking pain that I went through going underwater with these airplugs and getting water in my eardrums while I had mm. these fucking grommets and it was wow so painful wow. and uh, the pain just uh, lingered. For, for days afterwards. So ears are so yeah, you, a sensitive issue for, I guess, for both of us. Yeah, Sounds like we, so. we both had our fucking problems with our ears. Yeah. It's not a fun thing to deal with. Um, to give a, a, a little other explanation of Meniere's, what happens, like sudden, you get these sudden dizzy spells. Like I, I've had experiences where I haven't been able to get out of bed. Like I wake up and I can't sit up. I just have to call out of work. What? What is that? Because uh, lack of balance or lack of energy? Uh, lack of balance. Like okay. my eyes could see straight. It's not the classic sense of dizziness with things spinning. It's more like your eyes can't get a bearing of straight and left and right. Mm. So if I turn left, I can still 
my my body feels like it's still straight so then it starts to make my it starts to make me feel sick mm. it's like being on a boat that's rocking in the ocean and you're trying to walk from left to right and you can't quite get your straight bearing so then mm. you kind of start to feel a little bit sick it's like seasickness mm. and um it could, I, i've i uh, i spent you know, a couple hours at a used bookstore one day a couple years ago in the toilet on the floor vomiting because I couldn't get out of the cycle of dizziness. Jesus. Yeah, it's not like uh, it, it's it's something that I had to really find a way. And you, doctors in Japan, they give you they give you these uh, steroids. And I've told you about my steroid experiences. Mm. It's like they, it, it puts you into a mania. Well, for me, it does. It right. puts me into a mania. And I can like a mania in the sense of like my eyes are wide open. When I close my eyes, I can see Christmas lights. I can see the words where, where my words thinking, my thinking words inside my brain and where they're coming from. And everything I read seems amazing. You yeah. know, it's just like everything's popping and my brain feels like it's on fire. Mm. And uh, like that movie you know, Limitless, yeah, like that movie Limitless. Wow, uh, I wish that happened yeah. to me. I've taken steroids before. I had nothing like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it away. I think we talked about this before. This is like your coke. Yeah. You're, you're kind of yeah, cocaine. yeah. It's like I mean, my coke. Can, yeah, but this yeah. is like prescribed. You can get like prescribed mm. coke if you mm. you've got like a, a intensive study session for something, or you want to, you know, really educate yourself in a particular area. Just pop up pop some fucking steroids in you yeah get some steroids just get get, get some going but then and what like are the long-term consequences of taking steroids daily uh the my wife was looking them up that it's not it's not something that's good it's there's not it, there, there's some negative things to it like what um, it I can't remember. I'm sorry. Mm. I didn't prepare. I guess you should have been on steroids while you while you yeah, were told yeah, that information. Was, <laughs> yeah, I would have a memory of it. But, you know, like it was talking about like the James Mitchner novel, like Hawaii, that 7,000-page tome I read you know, in about two and a half days. When you read it, though, were you? I was, yeah. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I read that. Okay. I read that in a day and a half. 1,000 pages. <laughs> And then, you know, I thought it was like a masterpiece, right? And then now I'm not on steroids and I start rereading it. I'm like, this is trash. Yeah, I but told you the that. Tra- <laughs> yeah. Like the structure of it, the structure of it is good and the background information is good. It's just the writing itself is not very good. It's laughably mm. bad sometimes. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, of course, subjective, I guess. But uh, in any case... So, uh, yeah, I mean, what the hell? What are we going to talk about next? Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, let's just talk about our fucking problems with our ears. I was a, I was a yeah. lot to say about my shitty ears. So I went to... Um, oh, go on. Oh, I remember when I first came to Japan, I was teaching at the school in Shinjuku. Uh-huh. And uh, I was teaching there for a few months. And mm-hmm. I noticed that I, I, I could barely hear anything. Uh-huh. It, it just crept up on me. And I started losing my hearing. Mm-hmm. And then right. I, and I started shouting in the classroom and students started complaining and then I uh, went to the office manager I said I can't hear anything I mm-hmm. don't know what's wrong with me can you help me and then she said mm-hmm. well, I'll just take you to the there, there's just a hospital just down the road so she took me to the mm-hmm. hospital and mm-hmm. I went in 
and filled out the necessary documentation. They saw me and they took a look at my ears and they took me into another room where there's this huge industrial, looks like an industrial strength nozzle coming out from the, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And she put this nozzle in my ear and she sucked out this wad, wad of fucking wax. Uh-huh. So wax had built up. Right. And that's basically been my life in Japan. Every year I got to go into an air clinic and have wax removed. Otherwise, right. I can't hear a fucking thing. Wow. That happened to me once when I was 24. I thought I had lost my hearing. And then I went to the school doctor and they were like, you got tons of earwax in your ear, man. So they like washed it out a little bit with water and they had the little little bath, I don't know, bath or little tub of stuff under my ear. And they're spraying it out. And then they told me to take, put this chemical in my ear for a week. And one day I was watching TV next to my roommate and I was just watching it and, and it just fell out of my ear in a big ball. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was like, wow, that's pretty big. (laughs) And it was nice and round. And then I could hear. <laughs> that was amazing. I I remember yeah. every single time when it's when it's happened, it's like magic. It's like fuck. I was deaf and yeah. now I can hear. It's like I was blind and now I can see. It's just right. like the, everything comes online at that point, right? And then and then I realize I've got to modulate my voice, and now I feel like I'm coming out of a hangover because everybody's shouting at me. <laughs> right. I'm like, hey, just keep your voice right. down, all right? I can yeah, hear you. Yeah, I don't even... And they're like, oh, we're just speaking normally to you. Like, wow, it sounds like you're shouting because my ears are right. fucking. I can hear crystal, crystal clear. And and every time I've I've had uh, a number of girlfriends in Japan, and every time I went there, they'd always want yeah. to ask. They'd always ask me to take photos. Oh, wow, of okay. the shit that came out of my ear, and I always wondered like why it's disgusting, and every single uh-huh. girl loved it. I don't know why. Even uh-huh. now, most recently, I went in a few days ago. Oh, no, mm-hmm. sorry. When was it? It was like uh, a couple of weeks ago. I went in to get my mm-hmm. um, yeah, air wax removed. So I, so I was there. I took my photo. I took my phone out, and I took mm-hmm. I took photos. Took photos. And the uh, the guy who, who uh, the, the air doctor there, he, he, he put his thumb there mm-hmm. next to show, to, <laughs> to show scale. <laughs> scale. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's so he shows his thumb. He's like, he's like, oh, no, no, no. Let me put my thumb here so she can understand the scale of the shit that came out of your ear. Your ear. And so I, so I sent it almost oh, as soon as I was walking out of the office after paying. I, I sent it to my girlfriend and then she immediately responded like, wow. Wow. So, <laughs> so she's getting off on it. <laughs> I don't know how many yeah. other people are there out there who fucking love seeing earwax? To me, it's just disgusting. It's like seeing like I mean, wads so of weird. snot come out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? it's basically yeah. It's just, uh, just body fucking like, fluid. You know, that's just boogies from your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what. Boogies. Yeah, that's what she said. She said, um, "Mimi, mimi kuso." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like air shit. <laughs> yeah. I love your shit. It's weird, isn't it? I I think. Uh, you know, it's you never want to see me take a photo of my shit every morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's not a rare occasion. I guess yeah, yeah. maybe it's more of a rare treat for. Her. I don't know. I mean, I I was looking, I was looking at some websites, and uh, it was there's this Japanese website who did it that they did a survey of the percentages of people doing different shit with their ears. Would you like to hear some statistics? Yeah, sure. 
All right. So first of all, people, Japanese people who clean their ears on a daily basis is 12.6% of the population. And uh, people who clean their ears weekly is 29.9%. 29.9% clean their ears at least once a week. And uh, then it gets down to, uh, I think that's enough, right? So if you think about it, 12.6 plus 29, that's at least, you know, that's around 40% of the population cleaning their ears quite often. And what I, well, I was looking at a, like a, a Japanese a ear, nose and throat uh, website, this doctor's website, you should only clean your ears like uh, once a month if you're going to do it. But um, there's some other stuff here. It's like, uh, why do you go ahead and uh, clean your ears out? And there's different reasons. So one is, uh, one of the reasons is uh, you want to get rid of that itchy feeling and uncomfortable feeling in your ears. That's uh, 65.8% of Japanese, that's men and women, say they have uh, a feeling of itchiness in their ears and uncomfortability. So they want to uh, clean their ears out. Then, uh, and then there's... Um, they want to keep their ears clean of that same population. 52% say they, they want to keep their ears clean. And uh, another 23.9%, of course, is the same population. It's not like a pie chart. It's like, so the people who said they have itchiness can also say that they were dirty. They felt dirty. So these 23.9% said they're, they're, they feel like they want to clean their, their ears because they look dirty. Uh, and then 21.4% say they do it because cleaning their ears feels good. Mm. And then there's, uh, the 14.7% say that they clean their ears because they can hear better when they do that. So those are the, uh, some statistics there. I want to get back to you on that stuff. Well, we want, we should, uh, Talk about the differences in earwax mm -hmm. because Japanese predominantly have dry earwax. And right. I didn't know this until I came to Japan, until one of my girlfriends uh, asked to clean my ears and she mm -hmm. pulled out this fucking tree branch, this fucking <laughs> huge fucking stick. And I said, there's uh -huh. no fucking way I'm letting you get anywhere near my ears with that fucking stick. Even though I've right. seen her use the stick in her ears while watching right. television and watching movies. Right. She'll have this fucking stick in her ear. I said, that can't be good for you. And then um, I, I met other, you know, other girls and they've all got the same fucking stick that they put on the air, their ears. Right. And, and it wasn't until I understood that the stick is beneficial for people who have dry earwax. Versus mm. the wet airwax, which I have, and which is what right. I discovered is that a lot of Westerners have wet airwax. Right. I forgot the percentages, but I do know that the majority of Japanese have dry airwax, which is why right. they're able to get away with putting a fucking stick in their air canals. Right. Do you know the percentages? Uh, let me bring them up here. So different websites say different things, but there's a New York Times article here from 2006, January 29, 20. 2006 by some person named Nicholas Wade. It says uh, the wet form predominates in Africa and Europe where 97% or more of the people have it. And the dry form among East Asians 
while populations in southern Central Asia are roughly half and half. I've read other uh, websites where it said it was 60-40. 60% of Japanese have dry and 40% have wet. And I've read other ones where it says 70% yeah. have uh, dry and other pe- and 30% have wet. Yeah, I don't think you want to stick in your air for, for wet airwax. I don't know how yeah. the, that percentage of the population handles mm-hmm. their airwax. You know, it's funny. It's like that, that New York Times article... The, the title of the article is Japanese Scientists Identify Earwax Gene. That's how, <laughs> that's, you know, it, after living here 20 years or so, we both know that, you know, like you're telling your stories about your girlfriends wanting to clean your ears and sending pictures. Like, I feel like, yeah, that's appropriate that Japanese scientists are spending their time <laughs> and someone is paying them <laughs> to isolate the wet and dry gene <laughs> of earwax. <laughs> it's like, there's no other scientists. I, I don't think there would be any other scientists who would, who would uh, expend energy in, in doing that. Uh, so I thought that was appropriate that they would, that it would be Japanese scientists, not any others. We haven't even talked about the uh, cafes. Yeah. There Come are Mimi people. Soji. So Mimi mm. is air and Soji means clean. So there are Mimi Soji cafes mm. in Japan. And of course, when I came across this information, I thought, yeah, of course, that's Japan. Right, but we're doing right. a fucking episode on airs. So I thought mm-hmm. it might benefit our listeners to know that people are willing to pay to put your ears, uh, put your face, your head on the lap of a girl who's probably getting just as much benefit out of it as you mm-hmm. are. Not just monetary right. a monetary uh, transaction, but I'm sure she's right. fucking enjoying it. Isn't right. that amazing? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. He- here's uh, something uh, else I found on this website with the statistics. They interviewed various Japanese people about their experiences with cleaning their ears. Which is something that I've never read in any other website. <laughs> never <laughs> testimonials of cleaning your ears. <laughs> but uh, it starts off with shumi, stress sukaisho, which shumi is hobby or mm. relieving stress. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it says that uh, cleaning your ears is something of a hobby. And, uh, it, you know, cleaning your ears on a regular basis is no good they say it is said it's no good to do that but it feels so good that i do it this is a woman who's in her 60s okay great (laughs) and then uh let's see a woman in her 70s says that while when she was a child her mother always uh loved cleaning out her ears and when she became uh an adult uh she would clean her she cleans her ears every three days and uh, now every two weeks, uh, th- she thinks it's good to clean her ears at least once every two weeks. Mm. It- it's just something that relieves my stress. That's testimonials of cleaning ears in Japan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I the, love that stuff. The yeah. air cleaning uh-huh. salons are called, uh, I think, Mimi, okay, Mimi Kaki Ten. Yeah, yeah. Mimi Kaki Ten. They, uh, I'm going to look up a, um, okay, here's one I found Mm -hmm. that you can actually go to. It is called Akihabara's Air Cleaning and Dry Massage. 
various oh, yeah. relaxation, relaxation menus, mm. such as air cleaning, dry head spa, dry massage. So this is air cleaning that can only be experienced in Japan. So mm. please be healed by acute staff in Japanese clothes. So I'm reading this, oh, yes. like what well, I'm reading, I know grammatically incorrect. Uh, you can enjoy Japan in a special Japanese style interior. Only one minute walk from Akihabara Station. Wow. So that sounds pretty pretty great. I just wish they could accommodate people with uh, wet airwax. I would love to sit on the lap of a cute girl, uh, cute staff in Japanese clothes uh, with a mm. nozzle that could suck out this airwax. Mm. I would pay for that. I, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's part of my weekly life. I mean, I my wife yanks on my ears, checking my ears if they're clean, they're dirty. We but get yeah, down uh, yours to are, it. Yours are wet though, right? Your, your airways. Yeah, wet. Yeah. And, and she's she still using the, the stick. stick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fifteen years. Does that work? It does. She she scrapes out that stuff, man. Fuck. Yeah. She gets down. Did this happen? So this wouldn't have exacerbated your sudden deafness? I don't know. But uh, I guess we'll never know. She, you yeah, could have been healed we'll by know. this point until she yeah. put a fucking yeah, stick yeah, in your yeah. ears. <laughs> <laughs> you could have recovered. Have you could have recovered yeah, a long yeah, time ago. But yeah, who knows? No thanks to your uh, wife. <laughs> she she re- reaps so much joy from it that I just... Oh. Uh, she she just loves it, and she loves showing me the remnants of my earwax on the tissue paper. Mm. So look at all that earwax. Look at all that. And then sometimes she's like, "Oh, there's a big one down there, but we're gonna have to wait a few days before." I get to <laughs> I'm gonna look forward to that. I'm gonna put it in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Something for me to <laughs> to plan my day around. You should put that on my Google calendar. <laughs> Inviting you to a Google Calendar uh, <laughs> meeting. <laughs> she, I mean, she just loves it, man. I, I, there's nothing. It's like one of those daily. It's like one of those daily experiences that is just brings. You know, we're sitting on the sofa, and then she'll there'll be a break in a TV show, and she'll then turn and pull on my ear and look inside it, and then contort my ear so it can light can shine into it <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> properly so there's no dark shadows what a proper sometimes setting. she yeah yeah she has to like creating the right conditions really yeah twist my e- my neck in all kinds of directions <laughs> oh there's too many shadows <laughs> gotta get i want to get good purchase out. on this <laughs> yeah 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 i gotta get a gotta get a good view of getting your getting your getting your leg up <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah there's kneeling there's all kinds of like one leg on the floor the other one on knee on the sofa and my i'm on a 45 degree angle watching tv like just quietly <laughs> i i'm gonna send you a uh an image later uh uh-huh. which you can put on the blog okay uh, but it's it's a picture uh by Kita, Kitagawa Utamaro, Yamaoba, uh-huh. and Kintaro. It's air uh-huh. cleaning. And okay. this is an image from, uh, let me just double check the date, but it's like one of those old Japanese style paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. Where it shows this yeah, mother yeah. With, her, with her kid, and she's mm-hmm. got something in his ear. So she's cleaning his ear, and looks like. He's not enjoying it, but she's loving it. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so this goes this spans fucking centuries like right, like yeah, centuries this is, this is, a, this is, this this is not something not that just, just popped up overnight you know this mm. has been going on in japanese history for a fucking long time yeah i think uh it's it's nutty well to us yeah to us it's nutty but mm. to them it's to japanese this is just I guess historically, it also means um, a kind of comfort, fa- familial right. bond. Mm. Okay, this. So I just checked it out. It's from uh, 1795. Right. This was when the image was drawn. 1795. It's an image that I think perfectly illustrates Japanese uh, fascination with air cleanliness, mm. and I think um, also motherly bond. I guess could be drawn from that um i'm sorry i didn't have time to go through the like historical document documentation on exactly <laughs> why if i was gonna go through a deep dive analysis on the fascination right. with ears i should have i'm sorry maybe we'll do a part two but um yeah. but for, from what i'm seeing i think it's just uh it's like a genetic not a genetic but it's like this like you can't help yourself you know you, right. you you just can't keep your fucking hands away from from my ears. <laughs> you right, just gotta yeah. see them clean, and you need my yeah. fucking head on your lap, and you derive right. so much pleasure from this moment. Whereas I'm thinking, like, wh- what is so fucking special about this moment? But to Japanese, this is everything. This is right. it. This is life. This is this is like fucking. You don't need to worry about anything else. This is comfort. This is so so important for both of us. No, no, actually, actually, especially for me cleaning your ears. I love it. I think it's more important than onsen, or hot springs. Maybe, could be because debatable. Hot springs are yeah, because hot springs are something that don't you, you're not really part of daily life. It's but it, it's something that you know you go on vacation or an occasional treat for yourself. But ear clean, <laughs> earwax cleaning. This is a treat for the, yeah, for women. Yeah, this is like earwax cleaning is something that is like it's a weekly thing. That's sexist I for mean, me to say. I'm only going on anecdotal evidence. So for those people mm-hmm. out there who are thinking I'm a chauvinistic sexist pig, um, I've only I'm only talking about my own experiences. There's always women who love it. I don't have like fucking Japanese mates saying, "Oh, show me your earwax," or "Let me let me clean your ears out." <laughs> it's also <laughs> it's like a personal women. thing, right? Right. It's not like. <laughs> It's not like happening outside or something, so it's definitely within the home. So maybe, uh, but I don't know. I yeah, we we we'd have to hear the Japanese male side of, of things. Yeah, mm. uh, I think w- what I read. Uh, maybe you read the same thing. Basically, for those uh, Mimi Soji uh, little places where you can go and get your ears cleaned, that basically popped up around 2006 when the U uh, the Japanese government. Uh, declassified uh, ear cleaning as something that does not require medical attention. So since you don't have to no longer have to go to a medical facility to have official ear cleaning, you can they, they started making these little salons where you can get your ears cleaned. Which is so wrong. You're so exposed. And you're letting some fucking anyone off the fucking street who looks cute in a little uh, uh, like maid costume letting right. giving her access to your fucking one of the most important fucking parts of your body yeah definitely i mean imagine if she's I having mean, a bad day she just fucking hammers that fucking stick into your fucking eardrum lights out i mean yeah you you can it screws with your uh balance you could die she just fucking you yeah. know puts up she actually just stabs you in the fucking air yeah. <laughs> Probably I mean, a lot of faith yeah, in someone who's like a like getting yeah. minimum wage, who's like a high school student. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So 
they you know they discovered these scientists they discovered that uh, Native Americans have the same gene as Japanese for dry dry earwax so there's some sort of uh, Asia connection so it's like further confirmation that Native Americans came from Asia mm. a long time ago uh, so I guess that's a useful thing and also you know if you have dry Earwax, according to this New York Times article, your armpit odor is less. So Makes people sense. with wet, wet earwax is also connected to smelly armpits. Hmm. So, uh, so uh, that's that's another thing going on there. Yeah, actually, because I've I've been with Japanese girls, you actually really don't smell. They don't use a lot of deodorant, if any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they yeah, do use be deodorant, it's because they just like yeah. the scent. Right. Yeah, you got to be careful sometimes. You know, if you put on too much stuff, people don't like it. So, well, it's sensitive, yeah, to, yeah, to aromas, yeah. to fragrance, fragrances. Whereas in our cultures, you you really got to go out of your way to to mask yeah, <laughs> this yeah. disgusting body odor. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's uh, one. Yeah, you know that's so. It's funny because uh, you have these early accounts of Europeans coming to North America. And one of the, the first things that Native Americans thought of the Europeans is, well, they're smelly and dirty. Well, one thing is that, I mean, they came off a boat. They were on the boat for eight weeks. So, of course, they're going to be dirty. But it could also be that, you know, the Native Americans had dry earwax and they had less body odor. Hmm. Europeans, wet earwax, more body odor. So uh, that's something to think about, I guess. You know? Hmm. There's a, a guy named Hitom, Hitome Kobayashi. He's an associate professor of uh, otorhinolaryngology at Showa University School of Medicine. He said that mm-hmm. many Japanese grew up having their ears cleaned by their mothers. Right. And so they associate it with pleasant feelings of maternal closeness. Hmm. And this kind of reminded me of those apes in the forest, you know, inspecting each other's bodies for lice or deli- oh, yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah. delicately grooming each other, right? Yeah. You know, you see that, Definitely. like, you know, how they'll, they'll yeah. spend fucking hours just, like, fucking going through each other's fur. And uh, I think that's what reminds me of this, what this guy's saying. It's just this mm. bond, this maternal yeah, bond, like this. but I, there's just a sense of closeness and intimacy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a, a very quiet, meticulous thing. A very, very detail-oriented aspect. Well, until your wife fucking hygienic. finds something, she's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. She finds a big wad. <laughs> yeah. she uh, She's very happy about that. But also, it's also very nicely pasted onto the uh, tissue. Like, mm. uh, like, a, like a palette for a paint. Paint mm, kit. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, little, like, like she has pieces. like a separate. So while you got, she's got your head there. She's got like a mm. like a, a white piece of uh, paper, like canvas there on the mm. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's right. using your earwax to like paint uh, to paint yeah. something. Maybe she's painting it, you um, with your earwax. Sometimes she'll do it like in a circle. So she, each little piece will become like a little circle of, of earwax. Mm. So there's various designs that you can do. Wow. And it's actually, you know, that's one of the the, uh, 
the, the advantages of having wet earwax is when it gets on the tissue paper, really sticks to it. So you can actually do lots of fancy artistic things if you if you are so inclined. Did you ever hear of the earwax candle? No. As I hear about this, like people suck the earwax out of the ear and then make a candle out of it. Is that possible? I guess so. I, wow. I, I remember. Um, I think she just... Uh, that is burning. You know, I wonder what it smells like. Yeah. Yeah, well, you should try it. <laughs> I've got enough to it, make a like, fucking a few it, candles. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but it's like, uh, you know, it's like, how, how, you know, this time you should just go to the 100 yen store and just buy yourself a candle at that <laughs> point, you know. <laughs> Not if you're on like a shoestring budget. Nah, you like yeah, we got yeah, coronavirus. Yeah. I'm not getting enough yeah. work. Nah, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta look at ways to, you know, cost, sa- cost saving measures. Yeah, yeah. You know Self sustaining. Yeah. Even though I've got my yeah. own fucking lights, I can still afford electricity, yeah. but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fart capture and earwax candles for like <laughs> capture your farts somehow to make heating eating yeah. bills go down and use every aspect of your exhaust in your body to uh reduce your bills yeah it's uh it's quite a quite a lot of things going on there <laughs> do you, do, so <laughs> how often is your wife in your ears uh probably about three times a week three times a week isn't that yeah. a little that, that, that's that's a little fucking too too many times yeah well she loves it man she loves Looking in my ears, she loves discussing my ears. Do you? Is it like tit for tat? Do you get to look in her ears? No, I, I don't do anything with her ears. Mm. I'm afraid. Is that off limits? No, well, would, would she? Would she? Would she let you? Would she let you? You know, put put her head in in, uh, in your lap and let you go to town on her ears? I don't think so. Why? I wouldn't do it. I uh, I I think that she likes cleaning out her own ears. What if you th- What if you thought, hey, listen, I, I've had enough of this lopsided relationship, yeah. and I want <laughs> I want my turn. Uh, I want I want I want to have my turn. Like not three times a week, maybe just once a week. But I want my turn. So you just you just uh, restrain yourself from cleaning your ears, and mm-hmm. uh, you give me my due. You you let me you let me in there. I guess, you know, it's like uh, I'm such an amateur at it that I, I, I would really have to, I would need a, like a, a, a practice prep dummy. Yeah, a prep course on uh, Go to a cafe ears. and, uh, and yeah, ask go to a cafe, some, yeah. talk, deep conversations about it and yeah. really get down to the core of cle- ear cleaning. Is that, you know, she, she does actually it. I don't think yeah, it's she, that fucking difficult. <laughs> Put a fucking stick I'm in afraid, because, <laughs> but like the stick, it's uh, like even dry for myself, wax, right? Yeah, Isn't it a yeah, lot easier? Yeah, you can actually yeah, see I know, it. But, but even with like sticking thing in my ear, I, I don't like doing it. You're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, I don't think it's good, and uh, I can't see anything. She's like, oh, sometimes you should do it. I'm like, I, what? What am I gonna do? How am I gonna get it? Oh, you should try to get the the deeper one. I'm like, how am I gonna? S- I can't see. You can see it better than I can. <laughs> I can't see in my ear. I, if I had like one of these like little cameras that they do for colostomies and like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, shove that in my ear, and then I could really be precise. But outside of that, I think I think you I should. Know. I think uh, we've reached the point where now we've got to put your foot down for the 
for the podcast, you need to report mm-hmm. back. So the next podcast uh-huh. we do, you'll need to have to report. You'll have to report back and, and uh, tell everybody how your experience was in cleaning your wife's your wife's eardrums. I think there would be fascinating. It's, well, content. it's not eardrums. It's a uh, okay. So we got to be clear. It's not getting down to the eardrums. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, more yeah, the yeah. ear canal, just around the ear canal. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to dab. You don't want to put a stick in that. <laughs> so I'm not trying you don't to like, want to, form like, a stick rock it right down the ear, ear, eardrums. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's not good. So. Yeah. I think that would be great if you mm. can report back your findings, how how it felt. What, what about you? Are you going to do the same? Yeah, sure. Let me. Yeah, I'll ask her. Yeah. I, I, I feel so uncomfortable even thinking about it. It makes me feel like... Uh, Why? It's like lots of anxiety. Like I, I don't... Like just having that kind of control over somebody just makes me feel very, very out of sorts. You serious? Yeah. I'm going Yeah. I don't I don't like I don't I don't want to do it. <laughs> in what way? In what way does that like having control? She's been in your ears three times a week for how many years? Just as but ask her because really like, uh, you know why you got the stick in there it's like oh does is this okay? Do you want me to go deeper? Okay. I'll go a little mm-hmm. bit deeper. How about now? And then basically she'll mm-hmm. be controlling your fucking hand, but you'll be mm-hmm. holding the stick. But you say okay, yeah. how about now? And you just go down with that it's all about communication. Yeah, I guess. I don't think. I mean, you're not it. gonna fucking jam it down her fucking ear, no. unless you're worried about what you'll do after all this yeah. pent up fucking resentment or rage that you have towards your wife. Do I have resentment? And rage <laughs> towards my wife? I don't know. Like, why else would you be so concerned? <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. Why do you, go, why do you go so dark? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> that's the only way. That's the only reason I could come well, up with it's for a why very you're black so black and white concerned. view of the world. Why isn't you got it? so many res- reservations about it? Oh, I don't know. I don't think no, I can no, trust no. myself. No, <laughs> no, no. I think there's another way. It's just you're nervous. <laughs> you don't want to hurt the person. So well, that's, uh, uh, it comes down to communication. I think it'll be a great experience. I, I don't know if it'll be a great experience or not, <laughs> but um, I, I'm. I mean, I. I you can't I live this life without knowing what it's like. What it'd be. Have the, the, you know, the shoe on the other foot, so to speak. You've been going through this for how many years, yet you've never been afforded the same opportunity. And she may love it. She may love you more. She may love you more for this chance. Have you done it? No, but I'd love to. Not to your wife, but yeah, to my girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. I've never, the the thought never, I never entertained the thought before until now. Mm -hmm. Um. I just don't feel like there, there's certain duties that people have in life. And I, I don't think when I was born, you know, if there's a, a line when you're like your soul is like in line before you're born and there's many duties that you can sign up for. I don't think I got in line for the ear cleaning duties. So when I was born, I wasn't certified for that activity. Well, I don't so, think I was born that um, podcasting uh, duty ever came up while I was growing up either. But yet here I am, and I'm enjoying it. No, no, I'm not, I'm I'm saying like before you were born. Oh well, again, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, but you know, um, but you you don't know if there was a podcast line. You might have been in the line. That's why you want to do it now. No, but I never ever thought that there was a, like a potential 
thing to do until I tried it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have no, I would have had no idea until I tried it. I don't have a bucket list, but one of the thing, if I were to have one, I don't know if I would put cleaning someone else's <laughs> ears on it. <laughs> but hey, hang on, no. Well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that I know if, if I you. Understand. I mean, mm-hmm. I know this is this is, isn't your uh, your calling in life. I know that mm-hmm. th- throughout how many different iterations you've got, you've been through, or how many different reincarnations mm-hmm. you've been through. I know this is not your mm-hmm. calling at all, but mm-hmm. hey, you know, I I like to just live vicariously through you. I, I'd like okay, to know what it feels like. I'd like to know what it feels like to have your wife's head in your lap, and you take that mm-hmm. fucking disgusting stick and mm-hmm. you put it in her ear. For once, <laughs> you put it. You're like, okay, you've been using this disgusting stick. You never throw mm-hmm. away. It's always reused mm-hmm. again and again mm-hmm. and again. It's not like cotton swabs where you just throw it away. Like, no, you've got a fucking stick in Japan. And you know what else? It's never put in alcohol or anything. <laughs> no, just... I know it's not disinfected or anything. <laughs> that's the you same know, that's disgusting, <laughs> horrible, horrible fucking stick. And it's in every Japanese home. This fucking disgusting stick. It's either just a stick, or it's got some fucking uh, cotton at the end of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the cotton represents. Yeah, yeah like a puff represents. ball or whatever puff the hell ball. It is. is that yeah. supposed to help yeah. um, afterwards to help alleviate yeah. uh, whatever Dust. trauma is is lingering yeah, in your tra- fucking eardrum? Tra- your PTSD <laughs> of uh, Mimi Soji. I uh, I don't know what the hell that thing is for. It doesn't because that just sits there. Because if you get any wax on that. Then well, it's all over. Then you throw it away, right? Yeah, I would hope so. so. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I never thought about that before. Yeah. No one, uh, as hygienic as everyone is, like wash your hands, gargle, uh, don't put your shoes on in the house, blah, blah, blah. Hey, uh, let's uh, clean your ears with this thing that we never clean. <laughs> mm, yeah. In fact, I dropped <laughs> it. it. I dropped it uh, near the toilet. Let me just pick it, pick it uh, back up and uh, put it in your eardrum. Yeah, let's stick it right in there. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna ask my coworkers, all my Japanese guys. Do you have you have this when you clean it? Do you do you sanitize this thing? No. Do you sanitize it? I'm gonna I already ask, know the answer. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I haven't know, seen but, any anyone do it. No, I just st- yeah. you know the fucking. It, it actually sits there with fucking pens and pencils and a fucking yeah, jar. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. That's where our Mimi Soji is. That's where it is. It's, it's treated in, with the same fucking disdain <laughs> as just like any fucking pen or fucking pencil. <laughs> it's so funny. It's that's where it is. There's a glass jar in the cupboard in our house in the kitchen. It's a closet thing. And there's the box where there's batteries and then there's like a pen case yeah. and then there's a glass jar with assortment of pens and yeah. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the ear cleaner. That's where it is. And it's probably got the scissors as well for fucking cutting yeah, nails. Yeah, the scissors are there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. You yeah. got it right there. They've all got the same. Every fucking Japanese home has it. it and it's in it. Yeah, that's, that, that's the configuration. Same it's not in the bathroom. Or a little glass. No. It, it, it's always in the same area, and <laughs> it's never disinfected. You just pull it out every time you feel like you've got a little itchiness, or whatever the percentage of the fucking uh, population that you mentioned earlier in the podcast. You feel something in your ear. You just want to you, you want to get a fucking stick in there. It's got to be a stick, there. right? It can't be soft. Yeah, it can't it's got to be a fucking no. stick. 
There's uh, there are people who do use the cotton swab, but they're a they're much probably smaller got the percentage. Wet airwax. Yeah, it could be. That could be it. Because it doesn't. Because I guess the cotton swab would do. That would be ineffectual towards dry mm-hmm. airwax, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's I think ineffectual. So. You need to stick. Because well, yeah. neither you or I know of anyone with dry. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, back where we come from in mm-hmm. America and New Zealand, we've. Did you ever know anybody growing up in your family or friends? Where you go to their houses, the family mm-hmm. homes, did they have a fucking stick dedicated to to air fuck um your your air um airwax fucking, <laughs> airwax uh, treatment? No, no, we had Q-tips. Exactly, same yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. So here, <laughs> this website is pretty funny. Uh, okay, so there, this is question number six on this. When using your cotton, your Q-tips on a regular basis for uh, ear cleaning, what other things do you do with the Q-tip other than clean your ears? Scratch my ass. And uh, let's see. uh, There's uh, Pick my nose. (laughs) Physical care. Physical care outside of cleaning your ear. Cleaning your belly button, your nose. Yeah. And your your fingernails. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking care of cuts. Taking, taking food out of uh, gap, <laughs> big gaps in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> With a cut swab. <laughs> and then cleaning off makeup. With, with a... With a membo, like a Q-tip, that's weird. And then so, I, my favorite word in Japanese is sonota, means other. It's always at the end of these things. Uh, like, 36%. Et cetera, et yeah, et cetera, et cetera. It's uh, I just love that uh, releases stress. People who uh, oh, people who here's a response from people who uh, only use cotton swabs, Q-tips. So they uh, they have the black spiral cotton swab. I don't know what the fuck that is, and they it takes a lot of wax out of your ear. And uh, you really can tell when you get the wax out, uh, wax out when you're using the, the cotton swab. I don't know what the fuck, man. I have a... Oh, oh, I put it in the pocket of my button-down shirt. And uh, I use it when uh, things... Th- it starts getting humid. And I, I feel much better after I use it. Um, I clean out my ears. Oh, because it gets um, wet. Because of the yeah, humidity. Yeah. Yeah. I see. So they like that makes yeah, sense. they like cleaning out their mm. ears with that. Here's another one. Uh I uh I feel more fit when I choose to uh clean my ears with a cotton swab. The and there, there's a phrase fitokan, the feeling of fitness. <laughs> like what? Wow. Like you feel like a new man. Yeah, yeah. Uh you feel energized. Uh, You're like reborn. Yeah, I, I I can I can see that. I can see how you do feel. What's the Japanese term? Sukiri? Sukiri, yeah. Right? It's, um, yeah. you feel refreshed after you've got clean yeah. ears. Yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of nutty what they got over here in this uh, website there. Anyway, yeah, that's a little, uh, some more testimonials from that website telling us about cleaning ears, man. You got your stories, I got this my stories. It's got a cultural... It's mandatory in Japan. Yeah. Right. If ever you come to Japan, 
I'm talking to my listeners now who haven't been in Japan before, but if you come to Japan, that's expected. If you get into a relationship yep. as a man, I'm not sure about women, yep. actually. If you're a foreign woman yeah. with a Japanese man, do you think a Japanese man would expect a foreign girlfriend or foreign wife to clean his ears? Uh, that's something I, I have a shortage of knowledge on that. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, just uh, take a guess. Hazard a guess. I would say no. Hmm. Because I, I really feel like the dynamic is the woman caring for the man. Mm. So, yeah. So because of that, yeah. Oh, but but then the guy would know that she's not from Japan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there are some foreign women out there who maybe get as much pleasure out of Japanese women and cleaning their husbands or boyfriends' ears. I'm not sure. Yeah, we don't know. We don't have the data. I don't even have any like experience with ta talking with wi foreign women about it. So I live a very cloistered life. I've had foreign women like uh, girlfriends, and uh, yeah, mm. not once did any of them want to get into my eardrums or my ears. Yeah, to to clean them. Yeah, never came up. It's so ta yeah. It's not a. Uh, it's not something that uh, people want to do in uh, other places. It's a touchstone. In Japan, but Clean those if ears. you are a foreign, if you're if you're a man coming here and you get a Japanese girlfriend, yeah, please be prepared for the eventuality of her finding some way into your ears. It's going to happen. Mm. You just got to get used to it. Yeah, that's part and parcel of being in Japan, being with a Japanese woman, as yeah. they want access to your ears. And mainly yes. it's for their own benefit as well, because they just really love it. Yeah. But also for yours as well. If you've got dry earwax, welcome. This is fucking heaven for you. You'll yeah. fucking love it. If you've got if you've got wet earwax though, you're shit out of luck. You're not living a life. But you know what? I, I just you know, the thing is here, here's the thing. My wife gets so much pleasure out of it. So much pleasure. Mm. That would never deny her access to cleaning my wet earwax. Yeah, you'd rather just let her damage whatever's remaining mm. of your yeah. Uh, functionality yeah. in your ears. Yeah. That's love. That's marriage and love. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. well, what I'm saying to the listeners is don't let it get that far. If you are yeah. married, you've got you to set, set out ground rules and say, no, I'm sorry, honey. I love you, but uh, there's no way you're getting into my ears. I'm sorry. This uh, The whole but marriage you, you, will hinge on this one moment. Yeah. Your whole marriage will be over. I don't know, but I think I think that, yeah, if you can report back next time after you've gone in, mm -hmm. into your wife's ears, that could be, mm. it could be interesting. I want to hear your take. Having that mm. much power in your hands, holding that stick. Mm. <laughs> I just get nervous. <laughs> Why? Shaking. Oh, it's so shaking. Long. It's Why so long. are you shaking? <laughs> I'm a nervous man. I get nervous. But you just asked. Person. It's about communication as well. Uh, can you feel that? Mm. All right. Is this is this deep enough? I don't feel comfortable. Is this deep enough or not? Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Mean, okay. I'll keep going. All right. It's communication. A little bit. That'll do. Maybe do you guys good having that kind of moment, that experience. You don't think we talk? <laughs> not enough about <laughs> ear cleaning, apparently. You think there's a problem in my, my in my relationship with my wife? The fact that you haven't done it for her. Maybe for educational purposes. 
So I wonder what it's like so, to put this stick in your ear. I want to give you just <laughs> as much satisfaction as you uh-huh. as you are getting from me. You're deriving so much pleasure out of this. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I will get the same amount of pleasure if I do it, but I won't know if, until I try. That's uh-huh. why. That's the way I'm coming at it. I see. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but I just don't know if it's going to happen. You know. Ask her first if she's open to it. Say, like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this podcast thing I've been doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact you're cleaning my ears like three times a week. Yeah, that came up. And uh, I'm just wondering, how would you feel about me uh, cleaning your ears? Would you open mm-hmm. or close to that? Because I'm worried because I'm worried my hands will shake because I'm a nervous person and I don't want to put anything in your ear and I worry. I'm just so full of worry and concern. And then she'll be like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Or she'll say, mm-hmm. no, yeah, you're right. I don't want you in my ears. There's only one mm-hmm. way to find out. I, guess. I don't know if I'm making a case at all, but I'll give it my best I mean, shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I don't know, man. who would who would have thought that after all these many episodes of recording a podcast with you every week now it's like crunch time now we've we've reached the moment where there is like a you you don't know why why you want you don't know why why it should be a thing when i when i when i'm saying it should be a thing it it Mm -hmm. should it, it should work it should be fine it should be interesting and you're saying no no, you don't. You just you don't see the point of it. Well, no, I just don't think that it's. I, I I think you're coming from the perspective of like, equality means that you do this and I do that. We do the same things for each other, and I think everyone in every relationship, there's just certain roles that you do, and you get you get into the roles, and you just follow those roles, and you feel good about the position that you're in. So when I think about Mimi Soji, I think that's a very, that's that's what my wife likes to do, and uh, I feel like you know what I I just uh, I don't have any desire to do it. Fair enough. And if yeah, if I if I tried to do it, I feel like I would you know I don't I don't want to screw up things inside my wife's ear. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's like me when a girl's cooking. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Right. We, we all got roles. Cook. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I like to cook sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, I just can't. I just don't see it happening. No, yeah. you got your you got your role. I got my role. You yeah. cook, and uh, and that's it. I'm joking, of course. I can. I sometimes yeah. cook. I sometimes cook too, but I'm a yeah. terrible cook. So it's usually up to yeah. the girlfriend to to cook. That's good. Do you have anything yeah. else you'd like to share? I think I'm good. Uh, all the information about our blog will uh, be in show notes, so you can see uh, the picture that I wanted to share. Um, but if you get anything out of this, anything positive at least, negative, mm. then yeah, I'm really sorry. But if it's all, if you get anything positive out of this podcast, podcast, please share it uh, with people you uh, like yourself who you think would like it, or leave us a review. That would be really nice. So uh, thank you. Until next time. Hey, see you. Bye.